Blog Talk Radio. We live! We're live! Live from Chicago and Las Vegas. You're tuned in to the show that's always on top of what's trending. It's page one. It's page one. With LaVar and Mary. With LaVar and Mary. Well, what do you know? We're up and running live on a Friday night. Uh, hi, everybody. <laughs> and good evening to you, Blog Talk Radio Nation. You are tuned in to page one with LeVar and Mary for this Friday night, August 18th, the last show of the month. Uh, mark your calendars. We won't be with you next Friday night, but we will return two weeks from tonight. Uh, that will be the 1st of September, Labor Day weekend here in the States. So, uh, I don't, well, it's not the end of summer yet. Let's still enjoy the last few weeks that we have. So, uh, but I'm glad that we're back on. I don't know what happened last Friday. We did do a show. If you could pull it, if you could hear it, awesome. Uh, I do apologize for that. Things happen. Uh, I was nervous about tonight, but we're here. And it says we're on air and we're live. So (laughs) I know you're hearing us. And I am joined uh, by my friend who is enjoying the rumbles of Mother Nature. Mary, how are you this evening? (laughs) Uh, I'm I'm good, although I'm always afraid when it comes down to thunderstorms. At least not afraid. That's the wrong word. But when it comes down to thunderstorms, I'm always nervous about what exactly is going to happen. Mm. So if I accidentally, like, lose you all, I'm sorry. It wasn't me. <laughs> it wasn't me. Yeah. I got the hook. <laughs> no, she didn't. She did not. It was Mother Nature that did it. Um <laughs> But no, I'm glad that you're here. I'm glad Mother Nature is controlling herself. You're not a fan of thunderstorms? I actually love thunderstorms. The only time oh, no, I, hate... I love them. Ah. I absolutely love them. I just don't like being on electronics when I <laughs> when they're happening. I'd rather be outside. Well, wait. You don't like being on electronics, but you'd rather be outside. Mm-hmm. Where the yep. threat. Oh, could have been on electronic or not, is stronger than being in the house with electronic. I know. It's weird, isn't it? (laughs) Um, I never said I was a sane person. I never, ever claimed to be sane. Okay. (laughs) So, um, yeah, I'm trying to grasp that, but... um, (laughs) I love thunderstorms. <laughs> Actually, they make me sleepy. Rain makes me sleepy. Um, I don't know about you, but I think, you know, just like rain and so Actually, what helps me sleep, uh, on YouTube, they have probably like 8 to 12-hour streams of nothing but just like thunder and rain. 
And one time when I couldn't sleep, I just hit the video on YouTube, and it actually helped me get to sleep. So okay. just a thought. Just a thought for you insomniacs who have trouble sleeping. If rain makes you sleepy, pull up the long-form video on YouTube. I think this one was about 12 hours. The only thing that sucked was the first couple of minutes in. You're hearing it, and then you hear a commercial. They're like, dang it, YouTube. So it disrupted my sleep. Uh, But yeah, but beyond that, though, this has been one of those weeks where it's been a long week. I don't know if this is just like the tail end of summer, Uh, but it's been kind of long, and I think everybody's tired today. Um, Yeah. Which is why I will tell you tonight, I don't know, hopefully if you're joining us, and I know that you all come expecting things and you expect for me to tell you what things are going to be on the show. You do know that in a few moments we'll do over the almanac. We'll kind of expand it out because we won't be here with you next week. Uh, we will have a look at what's trending online. Beyond that tonight, I've got nothing. I've got so, nothing. <laughs> so we're going to go a little old school on this show tonight. Yeah, I've, I've, I've got nothing. Uh, <laughs> it really hasn't been too many stories this week that I think are really kind of worth really delving into. Um, same old stuff. We're, like I said, we're not a political show, so we're not going to talk to you that much about politics from time to time, just certain specific things. And with all the stuff that's been going on, we've heard enough of that. Um I will probably bring up a few things, and we'll probably talk about them. We'll see where the show goes, and as usual, I will probably made a liar of, because as I sit here and tell you we've got nothing, we'll probably be here for the next 90 minutes. Uh, (laughs) All depends on where the conversation goes. And then we'll have Retro Bubble of the Week. I will even tell you tonight, um, we don't even have like a um, we don't even have like a a story from the smoking gun. <laughs> what? I feel awful. I know. I feel awful. We don't even have that because you know people have been behaving. This has been summer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> summer is one of those things where people like are too busy getting their groove on or getting their groove back and they wait until the fall. Well, actually we do have something. Um, I digress. Um, I did find a story. (laughs) (laughs) So we'll, we'll have that. Um, so it's not a funny story, but it's still a story from the smoking gun file. So we'll talk about it. Uh, but a lot of other things as we pop up throughout the evening. So, we got all of that, but um, anything interesting this week? For me? No. Yeah. No? I lead a very boring life. It was a long week. I will agree with you on that one. For some reason, it did feel like a very long week. Um, but, yeah, very, very, very boring life. Hmm. <laughs> it was work and go home. I didn't have any... Anybody here, everybody's gone and they're done with their vacation, so I don't have anybody to, like, you know, hang out with. 
Um, we've been looking at dogs for the shelter because clear the shelter is this month. So mm-hmm. um, it's time to start looking. If you're looking for a pet and you've made the decision to do that, start with your shelters. They're they're looking to empty out their um, dogs and cats and other um, fine friends that you can have as pets and maybe you might find your forever home there or your forever pet there. Uh, One thing that we did find funny this week, if I could throw in this antidote or antidote. Oh my gosh. I'm so tired. (laughs) It's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Antidote. Well, it might be an antidote. Anecdote. (laughs) (laughs) It might be an antidote. It might be an antidote for your blues and your doldrums. Um, <laughs> one of the pets that is available for, for adoption in the town that I live in um, is a rooster. It is red. Oh. It is white with red feathers. Its name is Colonel Sanders. Hmm. I was actually hoping that his name would be the shortened form for a rooster, but... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, come on. Colonel Sanders is awesome. Oh, no, that's awesome. That's awesome, too. I like that. Uh, would uh, I'm pretty sure you would not want to get a rooster, though. <laughs> no, no, I do I do not. Rooster is not on my list of animals <laughs> that I was planning on adopting. <laughs> so, uh, no. You, you probably, probably don't want to do all of that. <laughs> it's available. If you're looking for it, it's available. Wow. Oh my god. I'm Actually, so tired. <laughs> I think I saw a story uh this week. Uh I think it was on TMC. Um it was uh and I think they knew better. Uh it was something about a person that took their dog on a plane, but I think it was like a, a dash hound. Uh, <laughs> you know how big those things will get. And I was like, so you kind of knew better about that? Uh, <laughs> but uh, right. yeah, it was uh, way too big to fly on a plane. But did you have a type of dog that you were looking for? Uh, breed? Uh, no. We, we're, not, we're not limiting it to breed. It's more size. We want something 40 pounds or heavier, and yes, then we want a, a medium to large dog. That's what we have had in the past in my house, and we like the idea of that in our house again. Um, but short hair, we don't have a breed in mind. We don't have a color in mind. We don't have a, a, a gender in mind. Um the only thing that we just don't we don't want to do the grooming, so that's why we're going with a short haired dog. Gotcha. But it's whatever ends up fitting with our you know, it's making sure they fit within the family and our family dynamic and our lifestyle. So that and that that should be what everybody does when they pick out their pets. Mm. But that's just me being preachy at this point. Um <laughs> standing on a pulpit folks. But yeah. <laughs> But yeah, that's that's all we're looking for at this point in time is just basically something that will fit within the family, and that you know it is something that we're not is a substantial size. So we're that not reminds, looking for something that nothing that bounces when it barks. Ah, 
<laughs> well, that reminds me of the story that we did not tell a few weeks ago, uh, where the YouTuber, uh, man in Japan, spent over $14,000 on a costume that transformed him into a collie. <laughs> And That's right. that was on our group of things that we didn't talk th- about. That was on the list of things we didn't talk about. And what happened was that he goes by the name of Toco or Taco or T-O-C-O. He spent upwards of $14,000 for a custom costume designed to make him look like a collie. And now uh, I guess he did his first walk outside. He posted it uh, a couple weeks ago. Uh, <laughs> he said it was filmed last year when he was interviewed by a German TV station. Uh, he can be seen performing many dog-like tricks, such as rolling over while also opting for uh, human mannerisms, including waving at passers-by. Uh, some real dogs were really confused. Uh, in the video, actual dogs could be seen approaching him before darting away. Uh, the YouTube video comment section was filled with users who, like the dogs, were trying to make sense of the situation. One user wrote, this is the most bizarre and insane thing I've ever seen. While well, another one howled and said, I have to admit, that costume is well made. The face features are amazing. It, if you have seen the photos of it, it does look like right around the eye section. That's where you're kind of like, okay, it kind of kind of looks like fake. But back in 2022, he first announced uh, his intent to do that. And I am guessing... Uh, uh, he said it, it's been a dream since he was a child. And it is a very interesting thing. So if you ever have a chance to type that up, you can see it. Uh, would you pay $14,000 to look like <laughs> Gosh, no. I try to do my costumes as cheaply as possible. <laughs> well, Halloween is coming up. Uh, actually, question for you, but we'll talk about it probably after almanac and after uh, retro moment because it's only august <laughs> once again we reach with that age of question and you'll think think about it for a moment how soon is too soon to see halloween stuff in stores <laughs> remember we're still in mid-august really <laughs> some of this right. started a few weeks ago <laughs> but i'm going to tell you the first signs of halloween because it has happened unofficially here in the states uh, but we'll talk about that momentarily. But before we do, let's get into the Almanac tonight because, uh, like I said, we have a lot to cover on that. And it is um, the 18th, I said, of August. You know, I, I'm bad with days, man. I, I, I got to tell you. Uh, it's the 18th of August. <laughs> and I know we've been through a lot of this last week. I kind of gave you guys the heads up as to what today was. But just to uh, repeat, today is National Pinot Noir Day, it is National Fajita Day, National Ice Cream Pie Day, and National Mail Order Catalog Day. So if you did not eat your ice cream pie while uh, having a fajita and ordering Pinot Noir from a National Mail Order Catalog, you've covered all your bases. Uh, (laughs) Tomorrow (laughs) is National Potato Day. It is also... Uh, International Orangutan Day, World Humanitarian Day, it's World Honeybee Day, International Bow Day, which is B-O-W, which you wear in your hair. Uh, when's the last time you wore a bow? Hi. You there? 
I'm here. Did oh, you not hear what I said? You wear the bow as a tie. You can. Uh, I you can. Yes. At National Bow Day. So I wear mine as a tie. I do wear bow ties. Uh, you have a bow tie? <laughs> Is that what you're saying? Uh, I actually do have a bow tie. <laughs> <laughs> do you now? <laughs> I don't know. If it's, it's a clip-on. It's not a real one. <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, if it's a bow tie, a clip-on or whatever, if you have a clip-on tie, clip-on whatever, it's it's still acceptable. Uh, World Photography Day is tomorrow. Uh, I think Mary and I know a few people who uh, <laughs> take a lot of photos. Um, <laughs> National, National Aviation Day is tomorrow. And it is National Soft Ice Cream Day tomorrow. And then Sunday brings us National Accessible Air Travel Day, International Day of Medical Transporters. It's World Mosquito Day, National Chocolate Pea Pie Day, and one of the important days that I always say, because it is how I grew up, it is National Radio Day on the 20th. Um, I guess in a small way it wasn't planned, but in honor of that, I'm going to announce here right before our retro moment of the week, something that is going to occur on Sunday has not happened yet this year. Uh, something that involves this program or an extension of this program. So, uh, stay tuned. I'll tell you what. Uh, and then we'll announce it also at the same time over on Twitter. Um, the 21st is International Day of Remembrance and Tribute to the Victims of Terrorism. It is Brazilian Blowout Day, National Senior Citizens Day, and National Spumoni Day. I don't even know what a Spumoni is. I am glad you asked. <laughs> uh, spumoni is uh, it's three molded layers of flavored gelato. Um, the creamy creation often includes candied fruits and nuts in two layers, and with a third chocolate layer. Uh, according to the Chicago Tribune from a 1979 article, a genuine spumoni recipe was bought to the United States from Nola, Italy, in 1905. Salvatore Lisa started a bakery in Chicago along with his wife, Lucia. The traditional recipe called for three layers of semi-fredo, an almond layer, semi-sweet chocolate, and strata atella. Uh, strata atella is a type of gelato with irregular bits of chocolate in it. Uh, but however, here in the United States, most pumoni uh, will include a cherry layer with cherry bits, a layer of pistachio ice cream, and a layer of chocolate. Uh, other varieties include hazelnut, vanilla, strawberry, pineapple, just to name of oh, Sounds good. Um, so that's coming up. The 22nd is World Plant Milk Day. Uh, it's also International Day commemorating the victims of acts of violence based on religion or belief. National Surgical Oncologist Day. Never Been Better Day is coming up on the 22nd. Uh, what that is... Uh, it says, if you waited for a never-been-better day to enjoy the unconditional love of your canine companion, August 22nd is that day. Uh, the celebration encourages both the spirit and generosity of sharing the joys of life with delight. It says, go out into the world with your family pet and plant the bean of love everywhere you go. So, hey, if you're close to finding 
a forever home for someone. That 22nd might actually be that day. Mm-hmm. National Ball Day, BAO. It's coming up on the 22nd. Um, National Pecan Tort Day, National Two Fairy Day, National Be an Angel Day. The 23rd brings us Black Ribbon Day. It's also National Cuban Sandwich Day. Ooh. <laughs> I love a good Cuban. Yeah, I love a good Cuban sandwich. It's very good. Um, National Sponge Cake Day is on that day. National Ride the Wind Day, also on that day. Uh, International Day for the Remembrance of the Slave Trade and its Abolition is on that day. August 24th brings us National Waffle Day and National Peach Pie Day, along with it being National Maryland Day. And then next Friday, it's National Park Service Founders Day, National Secondhand Wardrobe Day, National Whiskey Sour Day, it is National Banana Split Day, and 25th. It's National Kiss and Makeup Day. Who's kissing and making up? (laughs) Well, I know the world has a lot lot of kissing and making up to do, but (laughs) it reminds us to end the quarrels, arguments, and fights. Instead, come to an agreement with anyone you had a disagreement with on National Kiss and Makeup Day. Uh, this National Day gives us a chance to make amends. Uh, each of us has had a fight with a loved one at some point in their lives, whether it's between you and a friend, family member, neighbor, coworker. After time has passed, do you remember the cause? Who was even at fault? And do you want the discord to go on any longer? That's probably the most important question of all. So it says offering an apology or simply just breaking the silence can be enough to begin the healing. So strive to compromise even in a no-win situation. So that is what that day is for. Um, and then coming up later, National Get Checked Day is coming up on August 26th, along with National Web Mistress Day. I think every year we have to remind you it is not what you think it is. <laughs> uh, Good day. <laughs> it's also Good. National, and this is bad too, because it's National Cherry Popsicle Day. Uh <laughs> Eat my cherry pie. <laughs> it's a cherry pie. Uh, it is National Women's Equality Day and National Dog Day. And then the 27th brings you National Peach Day, World Rock, Paper, Scissors Day. Which. Okay. Uh, what? Scissors beats paper, but not rock. Uh, paper. Does paper beat rock? Yeah. Does it, yeah. Yeah. That's the circle. Yeah. Circle of life. National Pots the Creme Day. National Just Because Day. And then on the twenty eighth, it's International Read Comics and Public Day. National Thoughtful Day. National Red Wine Day. Unfortunately not red red wine. But red wine day. <laughs> uh but here's the thing. The twenty eighth is National Bow Tie Day. <laughs> you asked. Uh, it actually is on the 28th. Uh, National uh, uh, Cherry Turnover Day. National. Uh, it's also Rainbow Bridge Remembrance Day on the 28th. And do you also know what's happening on the 28th? 2-8? I have no idea. It is National think- Power Rangers Day. 
National Power Rangers Day. Okay, which one's your favorite? Um, I don't mind. This is going to be very, very bad. But the other night I was on Facebook, and I don't know why, but there (laughs) – and I know you're going to be like, typical – there was a woman that popped up in my feed, and uh, she played the Yellow Power Ranger. Uh-huh. Uh, so, yes, yeah, so that's my new favorite. <laughs> oh. All right. Well, then I don't feel as bad about my favorite. Uh, what's your favorite? I like the Black Power Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> Do you now? <laughs> Tell us more. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like the Black Power Ranger, don't you? <laughs> don't get a big head about it. You can play the Black Power Ranger. <laughs> you don't know. I'm underneath the, you don't know who's underneath the mask. <laughs> Actually, if you watch the shows as you do, you're like you said it like you were ashamed of it. Be proud. No, I'm not ashamed. I'm not ashamed of it. I just thought it was hilarious because it's basically the same reason why. Be proud of it, man. Reason why. Be be mad and proud. Um, but yes, I don't know. I don't know because she played the Yellow Power Ranger in another series. Because it's not the one that I think it is. Because there was a couple of Yellow Power Rangers, but this lady she played it in something. But I have to go back and actually look. Um, but it's so funny because whenever there is a um, fan convention. Uh, all the guys are usually at her table, <laughs> and I wonder why. Um, and I'm why exactly? Yeah. <laughs> Fandom is so funny, but yeah, um, and it's gonna bother me now. I can't remember her name, but it will probably it will probably pop into my memory bank here momentarily. But uh, oh, I think I got it. Uh, Tracy Lynn Cruz was her name. I don't remember. Yeah, she played, uh, she said she played the Yellow Power Ranger. Um, and, because I guess there's so many different versions of Power Rangers. Power Rangers, <laughs> I, I, yes. I, I watched, um, okay, so let's see, I pulled it up. She played... Okay, so she played uh, Ashley Hammond, Tanya Sloan's replacement in Power Rangers Turbo and Power Rangers in Space. I didn't watch either one of those. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, if I'm a fan of a Power Ranger now, it's now her. <laughs> um, so yes, I never watched any of them either. I mean, I've seen bits and pieces of it, but never really watched it. So, sorry. I know I'm going to have my my TV badge taken away. Uh, but on the 29th, it's National Sport 
Sampling Day, National Lemon Juice Day, International Day Against Nuclear Tests. It's according to Hoyle Day on the 29th. I was uh, waiting. Big question mark. I'm... Uh, it encourages individuals to honor the rules and regulations in particular situations. It's also a day to pay tribute to a man by the name of Edmund Hoyle, an Englishman who was thought to be the first technical writer on card games. Oh, that would explain. Never mind. Now I get the deck, the card decks <laughs> that have that yeah. on it. Yeah. Hoyle, who was born in 1672 at the age of 69, he began teaching a card game called Whist to wealthy high society members in London. Whist is a game, of course, that is played by two teams of two players. It requires logical skills along with the skills in mathematics. The card game was popular in the 18th to 19th centuries, and many people in the United States and all over the world still play it. Uh, but he wrote a manuscript on the subject, sold the manuscript to his card-playing students, later published his manuscript under the title A Short Treats on the Game of Whist. Um, so there you go. There you go. See, we teach you everything here. Uh, it's also National Chop Suey Day, and then on the 30th, it is International Day of the Victims of Enforced Disappearance, International Whale Shark Day, National Beach Day, National Toasted Marshmallow Day, National Grief Awareness Day, and then on the 31st, uh, it is National Eat Outside Day, International Overdose Awareness Day, National South Carolina Day, National Diatomaceous Earth Day. Did I pronounce that correctly? Diatomaceous, yeah. Yeah. National Matchmaker Day. Would you consider yourself a matchmaker? God, no. I suck at matchmaking. <laughs> and it is National Trail Mix Day. I love trail mix. And by the way, I got to tell you, I was at Walmart the other day, and they have a candy apple trail mix that I that I got. I'm going to have to tell you because I haven't opened it yet. So I'm going to have to tell you how it is. It's a limited edition, I'm pretty sure, for the fall. And it looks so good. Uh, I mean, you had me at Caramel Apple. So in this thing, it is, uh, I think it's pretzel balls, roasted, um, like some roasted peanuts, this white chocolate caramel, salted caramel, uh, some cinnamon flavored apples and salted caramel cashews, but yeah, I'm I'm very excited to uh, have some of it. So <laughs> trail mix time. Yeah, you're um, gonna have to tell me because that sounds amazing. Oh yeah, it's it's really it. I I saw it expensive little bag. Uh, they want it about close to nine bucks for it. <laughs> so. <laughs> This better be good for what I am about to partake in, and I'm pretty sure it is. Uh, anything that's close to caramel apple, you can't really do wrong, question mark? <laughs> <laughs> um, at least I hope not. So, yeah. Uh, but getting back to what we were talking about, uh, how soon is it for Halloween uh, before we get to Retro Moment of the Week? Uh, it's only August. There's still 39 days of summer left, but uh, or a little bit less than 39 days. But uh, more than a dozen spirit Halloween costume stores here in the state of Illinois are already open for business. According to a spokesperson uh, uh, on the website, 
At least 15 Chicago area spirit Halloween stores are currently open for business. Three uh, open as early as July, as the majority of others opened in August. Now, they operate more than 40 stores here in Illinois, with at least 36 located in Chicago and surrounding suburbs. According to the spokesperson, those spirit Halloweens are located inside usually buildings of large retailers that had previously closed its doors, including uh, Bed Bath Beyond, Office Depot, Sears, Marshalls, Carson, and more. Um, some are listed as opening September, and others are marked soon. Is it too soon for Halloween stuff? Um, I think now, mid-August, nah. I mean, you're looking at last minute, maybe. I would, I would, I'm more of a mid-September person, but because everybody freaks out and starts doing Christmas in September, I guess not. Um, I'm not really opposed to it too right now, but like July I would have been. Mm. I would have been like, this is too soon in July, absolutely. But mid-August school started, so yeah, maybe not. I'm kind of waffling on this one, I know. Um, the problem that I'm having, though, is that Spirit Halloween, they're notorious for, well, one, if they're selling, like, their costumes, they're non-returnable. With them opening so early, so early in the season, they should be able to make those returnable. Mm, yeah, I agree. They should. Um, but that would be I my think... Own but I get it, though, because you could wear the heck out of that thing over the next few weeks before Halloween, and they'd be like, I want to return this, and it probably reeks of, you know, a uh, little bit. Well, I know they don't have a shortened window, be like, you can return it within the next two weeks or whatever, but and keep that window very short, but still be allowing, allow it to be returned. So you're not mm-hmm. out 50 bucks on a costume that ripped because you pulled it up over your foot and it's actually made of paper, you know? Hmm. Uh, I think it's a little, I still like September, like Labor Day weekend. That's fine. Because at that point you got about a month and a half, close to two months to get get it done. August, July is way too soon. It's just like, let's get through the summer first. Let's get past Labor Day. Once we get past Labor Day, man, we're good. Like right now, I even saw pictures of some places starting to roll in Christmas stuff. Still a little mm-hmm. too early. <laughs> I'm not thinking about that right now. Not um, even a little bit. That's way too early. No, no, way too early. Well, dear friends, uh, we are a little bit at the halfway mark here. Retro Bubble of the Week is coming up in just a few moments, but I wanted to announce uh, that we have our first 411 Lounge of the Year coming up on Sunday, this Sunday, the 20th of August, 9 o'clock Eastern, 8 o'clock Central. Uh, I really hope that you could join me. My guest is, um, man, she has so many titles. Uh, she's a content creator. She's a model, adult actress, podcaster. A uh, host of a highly successful podcast on YouTube, which I hope that you watch. Uh, we'll talk about that more on Sunday. But the lovely Alexis Fox joins me Sunday night for the 411 Lounge, 9 o'clock Eastern Time, 8 o'clock Central Time. Do not 
miss it because um, <laughs> this interview has taken a few months to get together, and we finally got it together, and I'm so happy uh, to finally be able to talk with her. Uh, I am more so um, excited because on top of everything, um, she she has such an interesting life. Um, uh, grew up, as she will say, uh, by the way, she is the current cover model on AVN Magazine for this month. So um, she talks about how she grew up in pretty much a regular household. Uh, at the same time, um, she, I'm going to try and remember everything here because there's so much. She went into the Air Force, uh, was in the Air Force for a few years, came back, graduated from college. She has her degree. Uh, and then she gets started in the adult entertainment industry. <laughs> and here we are. And she's celebrating her 13th year in the industry. But like I said, she's successful with that as well as her podcast. Uh, and she also has a line of coffee. <laughs> and if you're in the Vegas area in some select stores, she also has her name on select beers. So uh, quite the interesting career. Uh, we're going to talk a lot about how she got started in those two fields. Um, and we'll have a little fun, too. But that is Alexis Fox joining me this Sunday night, 401 Lounge, 9 o'clock Eastern Time, 8 o'clock Central, uh, here on Blog Talk Radio. So I hope that you're able to join. We're excited to have her. Um, and yeah, um, first one of the year. It's get the first one out that I'm kind of excited about. I know a lot of people are like, where's the four-world algebra? It's been there. We just had to find the time for guests. <laughs> so we finally got it. Yay. Yay. So we, yeah. So with that, Retro Moment of the Week tonight, uh, <laughs> I got to tell you, one is the debut of a new drink that we now know today. The other one is a famous commercial for a fragrance that a lot of women probably wore in the 70s, probably the 80s. And then the other one, I apologize ahead of time because the commercial does not reflect the thoughts and opinions of neither myself or my co-hosts, but I will tell you, that if this commercial aired today, um, a lot of heads would be rolling. <laughs> okay. You'll have to stay tuned. Uh, I'll actually play that just right before we come back on the air. But uh, Retro Motor Week is next. This is Paige Well with Laura Mary here on Blog Talk Radio this Friday night, August 18th, 2023. Thanks for joining us. Let's suppose you just come up with a new soft drink. A tart and tingling soft drink. Clear and brisk and bubbly, and it was called Sprite. How could you let anyone know what it tasted like, short of making them buy a bottle? Well, one way would be with music. Tart and tingling, you could describe like this. Clear and brisk, like this. Bright and bubbly, this way. And then you could add some words. Mix it all together, and this is what you'd get. 
Clear and light. Tart and tingling. Icy bright. Tart and tingling. Brisk and breezy. Clear and easy. Taste. Taste. Taste the tingling tartness of bright, bright. Springling, sparkling, bright. Now you know what Sprite tastes like. Tart and tingling. Try it. It's from the Coca-Cola Company. There's a fragment that's here today and they call it Charlie. A different fragment that thinks your way and yeah, they call it Charlie. Kind of young, kind of now, Charlie. Kind of free, kind of wild, Charlie. Kind of fragment that's gonna stay and it's here now, Charlie. Charlie. By Revlon, a most original fragrance. Our first house nearly never got built. My wife was so bent on helping the builder. Woman, I said, leave that poor man alone and make us some coffee. Not that kind you've been buying, either. Instant Maxwell House coffee. Red jar, good to the last drop. Maxwell House. The instant that tastes like, like coffee. Be a good little Maxwell Housewife. And we'll be happy here for a long time. Maxwell House Coffee. Instant and ground. You're listening to Page One. Page One. With LaVar and Mary. Your source for all the current topics and news you need to know. Here's LaVar and Mary. Woman, I said, go make us some coffee. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, welcome back There's to Taste Woman. Well. <laughs> tastes like battery acid. She peed in it. <laughs> welcome back to page one. <laughs> Full of armor this Friday night. I heard that commercial. I was like, are they for real? <laughs> Woman. Oh. <laughs> He's not wearing that coffee. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, she peed in it. <laughs> she peed in it. Uh, this coffee tastes a little tart this morning. Woman, go make me a fresh cup. <laughs> oh, wow. Tell you, that's the 60s for 1968. And then you had Charlie. Charlie. You uh, never <laughs> were, yeah, that was the great no, I Bobby, never Bobby Short. <laughs> yeah, I think I I remember that commercial a little bit in the eighties, and uh, when I heard it again, it like came back. I was like, oh yeah, I remember that commercial. I'm like, who's the guy singing it? <laughs> Bobby Short. Um, no Charlie for you. No Charlie for me. No. Well, for those listening out there uh, who wanted to get her a birthday gift or a Christmas gift, um, get her a bottle of Charlie. (laughs) (laughs) The original fragrance. Oh, my God. And then get her a a little jar of Maxwell House coffee and be like, woman, go make me some coffee. (laughs) (laughs) 
and then watch yourself get a shoe to the face. <laughs> Wham! <laughs> a high heel at that. You next uh. and bring out the boots. <laughs> you have a minute to dodge. <laughs> Man, that's amazing. Uh, 1968, I believe, is what that commercial was. And that was the reason why the 70s was what it was. Um, be a good little Maxwell housewife. <laughs> I found an interesting article because if one of the things that you've learned about on this show um, is our love of the English language, <laughs> but uh, there was an article that it was actually quite interesting that came out um and it was 10 words and phrases that make you sound unintelligent. Um, it says Maxwell our choice. Housewife. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or woman <laughs> blank. <Sorry>. Uh, <laughs> starting a sentence off with woman will not get you anywhere. <laughs> um, but it says. Our choice of words and expressions often determines how others uh, think about us. A rich vocabulary can make you sound smart, but certain words and phrases can have the opposite effect. So Reddit users came up with a list that warned us about the words that make you sound stupid. Uh, I know right off the bat the first word. Uh, I don't even have to say it because my friend will tell you, and she hasn't even saw the article, but she'll tell you what the first word is. The answer is... The answer is no. It can't be. Is it really? It it, it is. Oh my god! Didn't they make that a word too? That's yes, they did. They, they did. They did. You're trying to make me say it. I don't want to. Because it's you wrong. Me, you, you want me to? No, I want to hear you say it. <laughs> Regardless, with a prefix that shouldn't be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so irregardless for all of you out there is the word. And although Merriam-Webster listed it as a real word, albeit non-standard, many Redditors agree that irregardless can make you sound stupid. <laughs> Good. So, so Good job, Reddit. Good job. <laughs> so the Reddit audience agrees <laughs> with you. Uh, another word is or phrase is I'm a blank. Add in any horoscope sign. It says there's nothing wrong with following the Zodiac. Uh, the I Ching or other ancient uh, div- divination systems, but using I'm a blank to preface a statement is problematic because others will think of it as your worldview. Unless you are specifically referring to uh, divination or uh, other topics, it's better to leave the horoscope out. <laughs> um, also, flat earth, using this expression, to label skeptics dismissively is trite because not all conspiracy theories are the same. For example, people who discuss uh, chemtrails do not always intersect with those who claim the Earth is flat. Now, if you believe in a pancake-shaped planet, you'll need to explain non-spherical, how non-spherical gravity works. <laughs> so flat Earth was also one of those. Uh, the other one, I love this one. Uh, if you use pacifically to indicate a definite or specific manner. Redditors agree it will make you sound stupid because the right word is specifically. 
Some people can't say it though. Then don't use like it. that S. <laughs> yeah, I I understand. I'm saying that that SP sound does. It is hard for some people. <laughs> but there's a lot of people who say pacifically, and it's wrong. <laughs> it's wrong, correct? Yes. Uh, the other well, I'm gonna get. I'm not gonna use the other one because it's controversial. But um, uh, irregardless again? <laughs> no, 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 no. It was actually uh, in regards to uh, lifestyle, which I'm not gonna use that one. I'm gonna bypass okay. that one. Uh, also, they said that if you start off a sentence with someone said on blank, and you put in any social media, like someone said on. Uh, Twitter. <laughs> this is the 21st century version of I heard it through the grapevine, and it makes you sound gullible. A lot of misinformation can be found on social media, is a Redditor's comment. You can avoid this by qualifying your statements and opinions with research and fact-checking instead of TikTok videos. I agree with that, except if you're listening to us, because then it's the truth. But <laughs> <laughs> so if you tell them you heard it on page one, it's been researched and it's true uh, but no I, I I agree with that I think I have an issue with that if someone says well someone said on blank I automatically will discredit anything you're saying because if you don't back it up with like other stuff I kind of now lost interest in what you have to say <laughs> um, unless it was you know, you kind of have to have a backup. Like, if if it was coming from any politician, you know, politicians are going to lie. <laughs> um, even people sometimes now who call themselves news uh, and aren't news, it's just opinion. And it's not fact. And they don't know unless they were actually there and they have proof. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, to try and do that, watch out. Um, so here's another one that's very controversial. Um, but there's a twist to this. Uh, the word, and this is going to be very controversial. Like I said, this is an article, uh, but the word woke, uh, this verb became an adjective through the writings of Marcus Garvey, but it's been appropriated for cruel irony. It is acceptable and correct to use woke in the context of social justice awareness. When you use this word for inflammatory sarcasm, you're essentially describing yourself as politically misinformed adult, according to Reddit. <laughs> that is what they say. It is Reddit. It is not me. And actually, how do you use Reddit? What do you mean, how do you use Reddit? I've been on Reddit, and I know that there are – and I know – I'm going to step aside for a second here because now this is something that I have an interest in. Because I've tried Reddit before. I guess I need to be on it a lot more. I really couldn't follow it because I know there's a lot of sub-articles. There's a lot of people that are adding stuff. There's a lot of people who will go on and uh, start a whole, like, series of stuff. Um, but, like, all these sub-reddits and sub-topics – it's like kind of overwhelming to like be on it. And I know like a lot more people are starting to use it now. I had, uh, I was on there. Are you a user of Reddit? I am not. Although I do end up 
coming across a lot of Reddit articles and a lot of Reddit polls and, Reddit, uh, again, subreddits um, through my travels in the other social media outlets that I use. But, no, I, I'm not a Reddit user specifically. But, yeah, you'd, it, it takes practice and patience is basically how I've been told Reddit is. Um, it's a good place of information and misinformation and entertainment. So as long as you're going in there with your eyes wide open, you're good to go. I would be on Reddit for entertainment because they have some Reddit or subreddit um, groups, messages you've accidentally sent to people or yeah, people falling down or misspellings or whatever. Yeah. Stuff like that. That's what I'm, I, that's what I would be using it for, not for information. <laughs> but that's Actually, okay, by, by the way, it is very funny because the other night uh, I learned the, um, uh, I learned a new word uh, from uh, kiddo. Um, and right after I got off the phone with you and kiddo, uh, when I ran across the uh, Yellow Power Rangers website on Facebook, I was like, there's got to be comments about this because uh, what she was wearing. And uh-huh. someone said the word that you had just told me about, which I did not know about. Uh, I guess we could say it on here, right? <laughs> yeah, you can say it. Yeah. Incel. <laughs> Um, and somebody had like commented on somebody and called them pretty much that and said that they had an incel comment. And I was like, oh, I just learned that word, so now I know what it means. <laughs> I know what this means. I now know what it means. <laughs> I understand this insult. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. Because I, I, I would have thought, you know, if I see that, you know, sometimes your eyes will see different things and you'll be like, Okay, um, insult. It's uh, it, maybe somebody misspelled something, you know. But now I know, mm-hmm. <laughs> and knowing is half the battle. Also, according to the redditors, I seen. It says if you are texting and wish to skip a few taps of the touchscreen keyboard, I saw is shorter. The proper usage of the pre- uh, present perfect tense would be I have seen. When you skip the auxiliary have, you are broadcasting an inability to form compound verb tenses. <laughs> wow, we're getting just a little bit picky about that. I tell you, man, these Reddit, these Reddit people are like, like brutal. <laughs> um, also, slay. While many people use slay to describe something amazing, Redditors agree it can also make you sound stupid. <laughs> Unless you are going up against a dragon, and then I have no problem with it. Right. And then I'm alpha. It says this makes you the first letter of the (laughs) – you sound like you know people. (laughs) It says this makes you the first letter of the Greek alphabet or a partial pronouncement in the book of Revelation. Articles and nouns are not words that make you sound stupid. Don't be afraid to use them. I'm an alpha version tester of the new Reddit user interface as an example, but not I'm alpha. <laughs> so yes. So those No, I yeah, there are people that have used that and <laughs> okay. 
I'm going to keep my mouth shut. I'm going to get myself in trouble if I say another interesting article in there where it was 25 British words that are confusing to Americans. <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, I need to see this. Oh. <laughs> uh, I will tell you among some of the words that were in there was the word snog. Um, okay. It says the term snog I was briefly... It was briefly popular in America thanks to the books Angus, Thongs, and Full Frontal Snogging and Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince. Of course, you know it means to kiss, cuddle, or make out. Origin is unknown, but it came into play sometime in the 1940s. It means nothing in American English. Um, bloke is also a term. Um, kip. How is that confusing? I don't know. Uh, kip is the British slang word that refers to sleep or take a nap. Uh, it was probably related to the Danish word kippy, which means cheap in or hovel. <laughs> uh, monkey. Uh, it doesn't refer to just an animal in the UK. It actually refers to 500 pounds, as in money. <laughs> uh, it comes from 19th century India, where there was... Uh, 500-pound rupee note, turning British soldiers bought the term back. Uh, quid, which I knew that, money term. Uh, rubbish, which we know here. Um, ledge, in American English, ledge is a surface projecting from a cliff or wall, but in British English, it is short for legend. <laughs> so if we say that David Boy... Don't be short and work that. No, I'm saying well, to the, to the UK, there are some words you can shorten. That is not one of them. <laughs> uh, penny uh, is another one. A penny in America is another term for one cent. In England, however, it's on the list of funny British words to go uh, to mean go to the bathroom. Uh, it refers to public toilets since the word uh, came from the cost of using a public restroom in 1800s UK. <laughs> uh, brass monkeys, <laughs> uh, right. Uh, it originated in the 19th century when small brass monkeys were common souvenirs from Japan and China. It means cold and is used in the phrase cold enough to freeze the balls off a brass monkey. <laughs> there you go. Um, bag, bagsy? Forgive me tonight for my friends in the UK as I go through these. <laughs> Uh, it means to reserve something <laughs> or dibs on that in American English. Uh, its origins are unknown. It appeared to come to use in the 1940s. It could mean to take something like putting it in your bag. Um, hmm. So if Bagsy in English, so in Chicago, for those of you who have not been here in the wintertime, uh, if you shoveled out the snow from in front of your house, you usually uh, Bagsy the front with chairs, dibs on it. Um, Picnic was another one. Uh, in American English, it's for eating a meal outside, usually on a blanket. Uh, in British English, it actually means that a person is not very bright. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, bog roll. You know what that is, right? Uh, maybe because I'm not. I'm, no. 
the British call toilet paper a bog roll. The term originated from the Scottish-Irish word bog, meaning soft. Toilet paper is, of course, soft, which helped create the term bog roll. <laughs> uh, uh, no, her I mag- heard that. Her Majesty's Pleasure. Uh, well, this is another, I don't says know how another that's... one. Of, yeah, it came from meaning something would happen until the crown changed its mind. Now it means a prison sentence of undetermined length. Cheers is a happy term in both languages. In the U.S., cheery means happy. In England, it's used as a celebration term before drinking or a thank you when receiving a gift. Uh, Bants, banter. Um, banter. Yeah, joking or amusing talk. Of course, we know Lou, L-O-O. Uh, right. Lou roll. Uh, means to uh, take the pee or to tease. Uh, going apples and pears. Um, they say it's an old... Uh, there are two simply t- types of fruit in American English, however, in British English, they mean stairs. It's an old Cockney rhyming slang. Uh, butchers is the terrific British term for having a look at something. However, it means someone who cuts sells meat in American English. Its origins are either uh, Cockney rhyming slang for look butcher's hook. Uh, a tosser. Oh, uh, I know what tosser is. <laughs> T-O-S-S-E-R, so you know what that means. Yes, I know what a tosser is. You can say what it says in the article. I'd like to know what uh, they say it is. According to this, it says a tosser is someone who tosses something in America. However, in the U.K., it means someone who is stupid or unpleasant. <laughs> yeah, I was going to go with he's an ass. Porkies, P-O-R-K-I-E-S. Um it is rhyming slang for pork pie and a lie. Um, so, yes. So, those were some of the things off of the list of <laughs> of the words. Who says that we don't teach you here? Uh, taking a quick <laughs> look. This is where we could have used our special correspondent tonight. Uh, taking a look at... <laughs> is, you I, I know, I know. Uh, of what is trending? SmackDown is trending because it's Friday night here in the states. Um, and um, <laughs> Pete Alonzo is trending for all the bad reasons because he did something once again. Um, uh, there was a pitcher who got his first career hit. Uh, Mason Wynn uh, for the uh, Cardinals tonight. Pete Alonzo took the ball and he chucked it into the stands. Oh, come on. Yeah. First hit and Pete Alonzo launched it into the crowd. (laughs) Um, I'm not sure if he just uh, I I don't know. Um, Also trending tonight is uh, Tucker, uh, because uh, former President Donald Trump is planning to skip the first GOP presidential debate, is instead going. Uh, he's expected to do an interview with Tucker Carlson. Um, also uh, trending tonight. It's a lot of like Friday night type of stuff, but um, 
a lot of I'm, I'm interested now in why Stubby Clap is. <laughs> I mean, I can uh, guess, but I don't know no, that that's I, right. I think Stubby Clapp is one of the uh, bench coaches for the St. Louis Cardinals. So uh, <laughs> they were talking about Stubby Clapp probably going to take out Pete Alonzo for what he did. <laughs> um, so that'd yeah. be awful. We're taken out by Stubby Clapp. <laughs> Come on. Mm-hmm. Uh, R.I.P. Lolita is trending. Um, some sad news. Lolita the Killer Whale, uh, who was at the Miami Seaquarium for decades. Um, passed away. Um, so if um, that is trending, I'm glad that at least it's trending and people remember her. Um, that's very nice of them. And then also trending tonight, um, for some odd reason, Barbara Walters is trending, but um, there's a bunch of clips uh, on there tonight, but beyond that, wrestling—that's all that's kind of trending. Um, hopefully, no big news trends this weekend. Hopefully, everything stays nice and calm. Uh, of course, we did not mention it last week and failed to mention it, but we're thinking about the folks there in Hawaii. Uh, the devastation that's just come across uh, parts of Maui is uh, really sad to watch, and let's hope that they build back better and stronger uh, than what it was before. Um, There's ways that you can give. I don't know, and I'm not going to publicize which ways you can, because most people believe that some of the places that you give to, the money doesn't get all the way there. But whichever way that you can, if you can, and if you're looking for something to give to, definitely uh, give to that. Um, Those folks definitely need our help. So, with that, you know, um, I found another interesting article this week. Um, you like pizza. Uh, what frozen pizza do you normally eat? What's on sale? <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> right as we all... I have... <laughs> okay, said Baron. But uh, the painful part of ordering a pizza is the waiting. And unless you head to some grab-and-go spot with the constant warming glow of a hot light, bringing your pizza from dough to done takes time. Tack on the delivery driver's ride from the restaurant to your house, and the old 30 minutes or less pizza delivery promise feels like it's kind of pushing the limit. DiGiorno doesn't do delivery. That's kind of their whole thing. Uh, the Nestle-owned frozen pizza brand has made it their entire marketing campaign to point out that its product offers restaurant-style pizza from your freezer via your oven in less time than it takes to order one or in less time for me to get through the story. But that doesn't mean, however, that DiGiorno doesn't want you eating its pizza out and about. In fact, the latest technology the brand is testing could be setting up shop wherever you might be hungry for a hot pizza. DiGiorno is currently te- uh, uh, trialing two pizza kiosk locations at a Walmart in Colorado, as well as the Nestle Company's Ohio campus. The larger-than-usual vending machines house a commercial-grade oven as well as frozen, pre-made, 10-inch thin-crust pizzas currently available in cheese and pepperoni options. Uh, 
As for speed, the machine outputs a fully cooked pizza in about three minutes. For now, the pies sell for about $9 each. Uh, Beyond the two test locations, they project these vending machines could end up on college campuses, home improvement stores, sports venues, and other locations where concessions are usually on offer. Um, You with the whole DiGiorno? Really? No. No, 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 no. It's either going to be gross and soggy. I mean, have you had DiGiorno? It's not like my favorite pizza. No. No, I haven't. Here in Chicago, Home Run Inn has a frozen pizza. Uh, Either that or Jack's. Those are the only two that I get. (laughs) Oh, those are – but those are both really good. Um, So, yeah, I've had DiGiorno, like, once, and my stomach did not forgive me for that. So um, I'm on a no on that one. Sorry. No DiGiorno for you. <laughs> no DiGiorno. Hmm. I'll get my delivery. Uh, I'm going to get you DiGiorno pizza. <laughs> or a gift. <laughs> um, <laughs> got a year supply of DiGiorno. Um, so, one other interesting note here. Um, I did not know. Um, well, actually, uh, on the food front, uh, Nestle <laughs> or Nestle, Nestle as Phoebe Nestle, Nestle Toulouse. Uh, <laughs> 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 they have a voluntary recall of some Toll House chocolate chip cookie dough bars due to the potential presence of wood fragments. The announcement applied to two batches of the break-and-bake bar products that were produced in April. A small number of consumers contacted Nestle about the wood fragments. Although no illnesses or injuries have been reported, out of an abundance of caution, the company said that consumers who purchased the dough bars with batch codes, well, 3114575311K and 3115575334K should return the product for a replacement or refund. Um... They are confident that it's an isolated issue, and they have taken action to address. Now, uh, last October, they had a voluntary recall for its refrigerated ready-to-bake stuffed chocolate chip cookie dough with fudge filling because of, quote, potential presence of white plastic pieces. (laughs) So they moved on to wood because it's biodegradable. (laughs) Sorry, that was rude. I it was. Mm. I don't. Care. Man, <laughs> not good at all. Um, and it's then uh, for those of you who travel, uh, there was a story, and I'm not sure. And I talked about it with Mary. A woman uh, in Rome stunned onlookers as she walked Trevi Fountain and used one of Rome's <laughs> most iconic tourist attractions to fill up her water bottle. Yes, you did talk to me about that, and I went, that is gross. Oh. So gross. Why? <laughs> Why? Because it costs $1 for a bottle of Dom Perrier. Wait, no, wait. What, Perrier water? What? I'm I'm so uncultured. What <laughs> water is that? <laughs> it's Perrier, I believe. <laughs> My brain is not working today. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Perrier. Dom, it's not Dom Perignon, but it's Perrier. Not Dom Perignon. That's champagne Perrier or something. Water. Which actually, I didn't like the taste of. I'm sorry. I'm sure other people like it, but I didn't like it. I, I, water is fine, just plain old. I don't need Avion or whatever. I don't need special water. I just need something that's wet. And that's probably what she was thinking, too. <laughs> I was gonna say, that's what he said. Um, but, um, <laughs> but yes, but uh, I, I have a fun Right, right. But the Trevi Fountain, though, I mean, that's. that's uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> no, right. Now, I'm gonna I'm gonna so leave this up to you. Now I, I want to make up for that Maxwell House coffee commercial. There was another list. Uh, it was the ten annoying things women wish men would stop doing. Okay. Uh, do we have time? <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I'll go through they it. They I'll go it through to it. ten. <laughs> I'll, yes, they just left it at ten. <laughs> So the 10 things, uh, one of the things that they said, or one user confessed, was one, stop peeing on the seat and floor. Uh, Thank you. My husband and I go round and round because he goes pee in the middle of the night without his glasses on and always pees a little on my squatty potty and then it dries and I end up having to scrub it off. (laughs) Just sit down. (laughs) Men can't sit down. That hurts, man. Yes, they can. Yes. They can. If women can do it, men can do it, too. I promise you. Some it's not a hard thing. Yeah, no, some can't. That's a little bit of an ask right there. And I'm, no. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. If you drive a car, you can sit down. <laughs> you wouldn't ask the Black Power Ranger that. Uh, the second thing. Why <laughs> 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 Second thing on the list was stop pretending you don't know how to do housework. Uh, one said, I recently loaded a dishwasher, even put the pot in it, and selected a program when my boyfriend came into the kitchen to make himself a sandwich. I asked when he was done if he could put the plate and utensils into the dishwater, and then just hit the start button. Cue the deer in the headlights look. This man has a master's degree and works in IT, and it's a dishwasher, not a rocket launcher. <laughs> even though in his defense, I will say most IT people need specific instructions. Otherwise, it's not going to be done right. Yeah, I'll give that one to you on that one, yeah. (laughs) They need a manual. Uh, The third thing, stop treating women like they're a different species. One user said, treating women like a totally different species from yours. We have your exact human needs, even if our biology and upbringing are different. We have personalities, needs, and wants. We make mistakes. Oh, they admit it. And have the same moral failings all humans have. We're not codes to be cracked. We are not from Venus. Huh? No. Uh, the fourth thing, stop following your friends. One user begged, please stop going along with your friends when they make demeaning remarks about women. So many of you know it's wrong, but laugh about it anyway because you're afraid to call out a guy saying stuff like this. It doesn't make it any better when you privately tell us later that you disagree with that kind of thing. It just makes you look like a coward. Or a liar. Oh. 
it makes oh. it's one or the other. You're either a coward that doesn't want to, you know, make their friends upset, a liar because you got in trouble, or back to a coward because you don't want to meet my eyeballs when, hey, you just said. Guy rules. You can't call out your boy. No. <laughs> Well, the girl rule is you don't tell out your boy, you don't get no nookie event tonight. Okay, that's how that works. I have a response to that, and I'm going to be very careful not to say <laughs> Number five, stop being condescending. She says, often when you join an interest or express interest in a subject, men get this weird need to mentor you when you explain. It's like they try to adopt you and put themselves into a position of being your teacher. It's especially annoying if you actually are well-versed in the subject, but they assume you must be a beginner compared to them. Let me mansplain you something. Let me me tell you something. (laughs) Perhaps you don't understand. Uh, Yes. Um, Number six, stop telling me to smile. Uh, it says, you're so much prettier when you smile. Makes me want to start swinging when you confess. They tell you to smile and call you rude if you don't. But if you smile, they think it's flirting. And you get blamed for leading them on. I don't... So, mm. there, I'm not saying everybody is that way, but there are... No. There are people, and I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna even limit this to men. There are people that go, "You look so much prettier when you smile," and then as soon as you're like, oh, "Thanks," it's all of a sudden, "Oh, she did it because she likes me." Now I'm no. also gonna put it this from another perspective because the thing is, is that for a lot of, and this is not not my saying, just as a guy, and this is not my opinion, but. For the women out there that wonder why, how can I explain this without? Uh, let me po- there might be there might yeah, <laughs> yeah let me let me mansplain this to you no <laughs> but uh, let me perhaps come up with a good uh, rationale as to probably why and I'm not sure if it is or not but for guys if there's a woman in a room that is probably not smiling kind of standoffish and then at that point a guy is going to think oh well they probably just don't want to talk to anybody so I'm not going to talk to them at all or probably not even converse or look their way and then when that person turns around and says well I'm a nice person too why doesn't anybody talk to me it's because sadly uh, for guys in order to feel quote comfortable around a woman they want someone that at least is not always kind of bitter and or like just like not smiling at all or like moody because at that point the guy's going to be afraid and I will tell you this I'm helping you out this is big brother big brother advice I'm giving you <laughs> because this is the why I'm not saying it's every guy but because if you're not it's kind of like guys are different if you like most women like the broody guy because it's the James Dean or the you know whatever it is like it's the broody guy he has, he has a secret to him. It works on that end. It doesn't work on the opposite end because the guys will see it as standoffish and not like very welcoming. And they're afraid to go and talk to someone who's already looks to be in a bad mood and they don't want to be pegged anymore 
of trying to come on to you even in that bad mood. I think that's why a lot of people will say smile because it kind of, in a weird way and in an unfortunate way for women, puts pressure on them to be welcoming and inviting, and that's the only way you're going to get people to open up to you. Now, like I said, Mm -hmm. it's unfortunate it doesn't happen with guys, but it does with women. And a lot of times if that woman that sits there in the corner is like having a mean look, guys going to be like, oh, not going to deal because more than likely they got a chip on their shoulder and I'm not going to be adding on to what some other person probably just did to her. <laughs> because mm-hmm. guys don't want that argument. They don't want that smoke. And they don't know and they assume. And the thing is, is that it hurts a lot of people because that might just be their demeanor and may not know it. So that's mm-hmm. why that happens. I can understand that. Here. I can understand that a hundred percent. No, just putting some guy out understanding out there for you. Your big brother's always here for you to understand, to explain it for you, but not mansplain it. I'm not mansplaining. <laughs> <laughs> just tell it. Uh, the seventh thing on the list was stop holding women to beauty standards. One user responded, stop holding women to standards like hygiene, looks, weight, and intimate past. You can't even meet yourself. You don't shave, then don't expect women to. Have you had multiple intimate partners? Then your potential partner shouldn't be shamed by you if she also has multiple intimate partners. Don't want to use birth control? Then don't expect a woman to be responsible for controlling it. I see this so much in men, they think they deserve the best of the best women, yet they walk around with unkept hair and unshaven. Now, this actually is an interesting article because I saw the other day, and I forgot which celebrity it was, um, had talked about the fact that um, she did not want to be held to a beauty standard of men. I wish I could remember who it was that did it. And so they shave their underarms, and I'm pretty sure they don't shave much else. <laughs> um, and then she proceeded to, which I think was wrong, say that guys are kind of like clowns that only want women shaved because it reminds them uh, it was so wrong. I won't even get into all of it, but I think because of how history portrayed women or men, because it's kind of like you can't win for both sexes. For women, they're expected to look like what Madison Avenue always kind of presented women. Like, you know, uh, the dress uh, or the nice fitting clothes smell good. You know, uh, does it have any, quote, flaws as of like, you know, uh, she shaves her legs all the time and even her underarms and even in other places. And, you know, is just this like, you know, uh, fresh page. And then the guys are presented always as either A, business type and you know built and you know money or the rugged guy uh with the beard it looks like he hangs out in the mountains but yet he uses you know uh that fresh lather soap and smells like a mountain man you know <laughs> it's, what they put out, it's what they put but it's true right but it's what they put out there because you know it comes down to like what I was talking about a few weeks ago with a beard, because there are some people who like a guy with the beard, some guys, not all guys. 
Uh, there are some guys who look weird without a beard. And guys are so confused because the minute that they shave it, some have lost that aura about them. Am I wrong? No, no, you're 100% right. You're 100% right. It just comes down to, and the reason I'm staying silent is you're saying everything that isn't going on in my brain. Human beings (laughs) right now are in this weird in-between time. And, like, there used to be, hey, everybody, you want want to be um, popular with the whoever, and you want to do this, you have to have these things, blank, 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 blank. The limit where if we just treated each other like human beings, you're going to end up attracting the people that are attracted to you. Does that make sense? Like you are not going to, I'm not going to shave my legs. Well, then you're going to attract a guy that doesn't shave his face. That's that's what they're going to get. And then the both of you you will spark a fire. So yeah. Right, but if that if you want somebody, if you want some, like, like attracts like. There's no opposites. I mean, there are opposites attract kind of things going on, but like attracts like. You want somebody who's clean shaven, who is you know smells like a daisy when they wake up, that has you know perfectly toned muscles, is exactly this height, has this much money in the bank, has this kind of job, car, house, fill in the blank. You've got a list. Guess what? That person's got a list too. Do you? If you don't match that list, if you look at your partner, you got your list of things that you want from your person. Okay, what does their list look like? And can you fill in that list? And if you can honestly say yes, not being a butthead, because there are people out there like, of course I am. I'm intense. Yeah, no, be honest with yourself. If you are being honest with yourself, or if you you're looking at your list of things for your man and you can go or your woman or your whatever person can I want because they fill all of this on my list. Do you fill everything on their list? Because mm-hmm. they're a human being too. And that's what I always go back to. So like exactly what the list on the women's side, I'm sure the men have something Almost similar, like almost word for word for a lot of those. And the few that are going to be different, it's the stereotypical crap. Like Mm -hmm. we say, don't explain to me how to fix a toilet. I know how to fix a toilet. I fixed a lot of toilets in my day, you know, or whatever. (laughs) Versus Mm -hmm. to on the men's side saying, stop nagging me about picking up my clothes. I know how to wash my clothes or whatever the place, you know, Mm -hmm. pick something. But that's where I'm at. I guess. So that's why I didn't say anything because I was like, you, you got it, dude. Run, sit, you got it. <laughs> run, Morris, run. Uh, <laughs> number, number eight on the list. Uh, stop touching without consent. I don't think we should have had to explain this. Uh, one lady said, apparently working in retail means I wear a neon sign that says, please put your full hand on my hip to indicate you would like to move around me, sir. Or take my hand when I reach for change, one user complained. Another user responded, I was out with my friends at a restaurant while pregnant. This drunk man they knew from the restaurant would not stop touching me. My belly, my shoulders trying to hug me. It's not okay to touch someone without knowing if it's okay. 100%. Exactly. Actually, that brings up a good uh, topic tomorrow. Well, topic anyway. 
Um, do pregnant women like people touching their belly? Mm, depends on the woman. Sometimes you do, sometimes you don't. I did tell you when I was pregnant, there were times when I was good with it, and I was all like, look at this, put your hand on it. And there were other times you could have walked up to me and been like two seconds ago, I was, t- and I would have snapped your hand off. <laughs> so it really depends. So when it comes to pregnant women, it's always, may I? Yes. And then they'll do me, no. Thank you for asking. Or, yeah, come on, come put your hand right. They're moving. Put your hand right here. Look at this. I've never, had, I've never had that feeling before, so I wouldn't even know what that feels like. What, so. the alien moving inside? Right, yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, let's see. Number nine, stop being so shallow. One user replied, stop being, so sh- stop being shallow and then complaining that no women will give you a chance. Look, I know I'm a bigger girl, but that doesn't mean I don't have good things to offer. And another one says, I've been friends with many nerdy guys who complain that no girls ever go out with them. I'd be willing to give them a chance, and then they turn me down because I'm not hot enough for them. If you want a girl to give you a chance, be willing to give others a chance, too. <sighs> mm, I'm going to set call BS on that one. Yeah, I don't, know about, I don't know about being shallow, but I go back to if you have this standard this list of things that you want for your mate that sounds so dirty but the the person you're looking for you better be ready to fill that too again and be honest don't be i'm I'm an 11 you're not okay let's let's be honest no one is an 11 even the people that are making millions of dollars to look like they're 11 are not 11 so previous comment <laughs> I I think with this one though, the reason why I call BS on it is because guys, um, when we say that, at that time we may have thought about that person that we're complaining it to, or maybe not, but at the same time. If there's been, quote, no vested interest there, now in their minds, and that's why I was like, ladies, when you hear somebody say that, um, they want somebody hotter. It's just that you might have been that person, but you probably didn't show any interest in that. At that point, now it's gone to, like, other people, and they're like, oh, it's nobody. And don't feel that it's because they haven't asked you. It might have been where they didn't think that that was you was somebody that they could ask, you know. So. What happens when it is that you know I want I look like me and I want Megan Fox, and you're not Megan Fox. Well, I mean that's different, but at that point, but if the guy has never said uh, a particular type or who he wanted. You know, mm-hmm. you can't assume that it's because they want somebody, quote, hotter than you or that has specific looks. You know, they might be looking for anyone at that point, but just couldn't find anybody. And if it was right under his nose, then at that you know, ask the guy, be like, well, what type of woman were you looking for? Because a lot of it's just assumption at that point. Because you're like, oh, what's well, because you look for somebody that looks like this? You know, just because a guy talks about somebody that they liked online or somebody, it doesn't necessarily mean 
that that's the kind that they're looking for because I'm going to give you all a hint. Um, Big Brother advice, that it's not always the person that they're looking for. I mean, at the end of the day, they know they're not going to find a doppelganger for, you know, uh, uh, for Kim Kardashian or for a Holly Berry, but they kind of want, you know, maybe some inner qualities that they found in that person, like personality, maybe, you know, because like a lot of guys like Mike might like Megan Fox because she is, she kind of comes off as somebody that could be like one of the boys, you know, or someone that's kind of forward and honest. Some people like that. Some people don't, you know, um, you know, I have certain people that I like, but I know I'm not going to, like, find a doppelganger of that person. But if I've met that person or if I've watched them and I see someone that has those qualities, like, oh, that's just like so-and-so, then guys will fall in love with that, too, no matter who it is. Just a hint. Um, and then the last one, stop acting strong. I feel very – now, these always kind of eh, – I'm on the fence on these, but one user slated, I don't want a man who hides his feelings from me just not to be weak. A man who can show his feelings is way stronger than any man who says to others that they are weak if they show feelings or that they aren't perfect if they don't have a body full of muscles. I'm waiting for why. You said you're on the fence on this one. Because so many times you are men, the thing is, is that they're supposed to be the stronger ones. Uh, Society has always put that out there. And the minute that a guy does show some form of emotion, uh, while some people may like it, unfortunately, I'm sure with other women, it could be seen as a turnoff. And so I think that is why guys don't do that a lot of times, especially kind of like openly. Like once they really get to know a woman, they may do it because, you know, they're in a relationship with that person and they've seen them at their best and their worst. And sometimes it just happens. But I think for a lot of guys, they're not going to do it because it's a damned if you do, damned if you don't situation. Because if they did, they're like, oh, man, that guy's so hot. But, yeah, that one time, man, when, you know, you saw that, like, turtle roll over and, like, fall off the cliff. You just sat there bawling. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like, well, I mean, what did you expect? What did you want? You know? And kind of like that, like, on-the-fence thing where it could be good for a lot of guys to show emotion and, you know, things of that nature. But with most of the women out there because each one is different in their own way if they show it around the long if they show it among the wrong one it will probably mess up their status with them for a long time because that's all that person is going to think of them and that's why a lot of guys hold a lot of stuff in because if we don't know who to do it in front of if we're not safe doing it in front of one other person for fear that it's going to make us look weak or it's going to make us look, you know, different in your eyes, then I'd much rather not do it at all. And I think that's why that happens a lot. Just my opinion. Okay. I mean, I can understand that. 
I I am of the opinion that if I ask you, okay, let's let's back up. I feel like, and I'm I'm going to keep this very 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 personal. I feel that I have a, a pretty good intuition, for lack of a better term, on mm-hmm. how people are feeling. Um, if you say something to me, if you have a face, there's usually I can usually follow it up with one of three questions. Well, that sounded convincing. Um, or what's actually wrong? Um, or I see this, I see what you're saying. Like I hear the words, but I see your face and those don't match. Let's try again. Right. And I usually try to make it that kind of lighthearted, not necessarily, you know, you're lying to me, but you don't have to put on the front. Like if there's something wrong, just tell me. I asked, so I want to know. And if it's something that you don't want to tell me about, I'm okay with you saying, you know, I, I really don't want to talk about it right now. Okay. But not a lot of women, not a lot of people can let that go when it's like, hey, I just don't want to talk about it right now. Because then your head starts spinning going, okay, what did I do? It's got to be about me. They don't want to talk about it because it's about me. Or whatever anxiety goes through. Um I usually go to the backup of they just don't want to talk about it. And if it's about me, they'll either tell me or they won't. They'll get over it or they won't. And at the end of the day, they'll be friends or we won't. I have a lot going on in my life. And I don't have room for worrying about something that does or does not exist. Like, if I can't even tell you if it exists or not, I don't have room to worry about that. I don't have time to worry about that. I'll worry about it if it does exist when I find out it exists. Then I'll give it time. Huh. Kind of thing. Um, and that's where I get, you don't have to always be strong. Nope, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm all right. I'm fine. No, I can handle this. Okay, there's sometimes you just can't. Sometimes you need help. And sometimes it's okay to say, this is too much for me right now. And it's okay. That's that's the best part about it. Because there's times when I it's it's too much for me right now. I need my I need my space. I need my time. I need my um blankie. I need whatever. Hmm. It's all right to not to have to be that typical like typical strong person. Um, but again, I know I am very atypical when it comes to that. Not saying I'm the only one, but I am, there are more people that are not like me than there are that are like me. So I see what you're saying. I hear it and I understand it and it makes sense. I get where the, the don't do this comes from um, because it gets to be a little, Right. Sometimes it's like you can be, you can share your troubles and share the load with somebody, and still be strong, attractive, and all the things that go with being that independent, me strong man person. You can be, you can still be Tarzan, and get a splinter. It's okay. <laughs> You know what? I think that's a good way to end this program this week. I was going to do the one story from the Smoky Gun, but it, it's not really a funny story to end on. It's kind of like, 
Oh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I won't do that. Uh, we'll end it in a thought-provoking way, which I, I kind of like. Um, with that, the clock on the wall is telling us that it's just about time to go. Did you have any shout-outs uh, for this week and next week? Because we won't be back until September 1st. Yeah, um, my and I say adopted only because it's the only word I can come up with. But my my second dad pops. His birthday is coming up. So happy birthday, pops! Hey, um, happy birthday. He is one of those men that it could be strong, and he's Tarzan yet gets splinters. It's great. Um, so <laughs> happy birthday to him. There's a couple more birthdays um, for people online. So happy birthday to them as well. Um, they'll be. I'll be saying happy birthday in the uh, Discord uh, communities that we are part of, so I, I don't necessarily need to name <laughs> Hi, Discord! Um, and then, yeah, in. I'm going to be on this uh, hopefully, uh, depending on what's going on with the weather in the Las Vegas area, I will be on Discord and probably out gaming, so hit me up if you want to play some games. Ooh. Uh, hopefully the weather will hold. Uh, no shout-outs really uh, for me. I really don't usually have any. Um, I know but tomorrow I will. Uh, yes, I have. Some... Oh, yes. Well, I was going to get to that. But uh, shout-out to one of our friends tomorrow. Uh, I will actually be going to a baby shower. Um, there will be guys at a baby shower. Uh, so, oh, yes. um Shout out to her, who she's expecting here soon, um, with her little bundle of joy. And yes, Sunday, make sure uh, to tune in for a brand new 411 Lounge with the Lexus Fox. Uh, that's 9 o'clock Eastern, 8 o'clock Central uh, here on Blog Talk Radio. And of course, uh, for all shows, it's always here on Blog Talk Radio uh, when it acts right. Uh, <laughs> you can hear us. <laughs> On any place where these podcasts are, which is Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, um, and more. There's so many different sites out there. I can't name them all. But so glad that you could join us and join me on Twitter at NewsCometBTR. Uh, I'll probably be there talking quite a bit here over the next uh, few hours before I head off to bed. And um, Yeah, Mary will be on Discord. Who knows? One of these days I might make an appearance over there. Um, and just thanks so much for listening to us. Keep in mind the schedule. Uh, we won't be with you next Friday night, but two weeks from tonight, uh, Friday night, September 1st, uh, same time, 10 o'clock Eastern, 9 o'clock Central. Uh, we'll be with you on Labor Day weekend. Uh, I feel like we should do like a telethon and do like the entire three days, but I won't do that. <laughs> All right, Jerry Lee Lewis. <laughs> Jerry Lewis. <laughs> Not Lee Lewis, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Totally, totally, okay, I'm back. To, totally different te- telethon. <laughs> totally different telethon. No. God, I'm telling you, my brain is not on today. Not oh, on man. at all. Well, we're going to give you right. a week. We're going to give you a week to straighten it out, and so that will be the cliffhanger. Will she be in the right of mind two weeks from tonight? <laughs> You did to find out. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) Oh, well, until next we meet for Mary Ebelvar. Thanks so much for staying up with us, everybody. Take care.
yourselves and each other. Have a great week. Thanks for listening to Page One. Don't forget to get the latest show info on Twitter at News Comment BTR and add us as a podcast on Apple, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and other platforms where we can be found. 